Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome to the weekly Spirit Seeker radio show. And this is Cindy Meyer, your host. And it's my pleasure to bring you amazing guests each and every week uh, and also to publish Spirit Seeker each and every month for over 20 years. So the February issue is online, and this is our love month in honor of Valentine's Day, but also in order of um, uh, Happy Heart Month. This is Heart Health Month, and there's a wonderful article by Deepak Chopra on how meditation affects heart health. There's also an article on tending to and transforming your feelings so you can feel more love. Another one is The Forgotten Key to Letting Go, which is an excellent article um, by a young man who is just taking the world by storm, and he'll be my guest coming up in um, later in February this month. And another article is Where to Find True Love, and another one is Body, Wisdom, and Metaphor. The um, astrology is brought to us each and every month from a master that lives in the high mountains of the Himalayas of India, and it's Vedic astrology, so it's a little bit different than uh, Western astrology, but it's very, very spot on and accurate, and that is in the online edition of Spirit Seeker. So you can find the print edition in St. Louis, Chicago, Kansas City, and most recently we added Indianapolis and different parts of Indiana, but we've been published online since 1998. So there you go. There is the plug for spiritseeker.com that makes this radio show possible. In addition, um, the magazine Oh, I know what I wanted to say is we have a weekly email newsletter. So to be added to our email list so that you know when the radio show is happening and who you, who the guest is and when the magazine's online and when other you know amazing mind body spirit events are happening throughout the nation, all you have to do is send us an email to info i n f o at spiritseeker.com and we will uh, add you to just say please add me to the email list and then we will um, add you to our sacrosanct email list and I say that because we allow um, people who are spirit seeker friends to advertise on that list but we do not sell that list so the only person you're going to hear from is us okay so the only other uh, announcement before I bring my guest on is that As you know, as many of you know, I uh, work as the publisher of Spirit Seeker, but in addition, I am an intuitive life coach and a real estate agent, and I do readings for people all over the country, well, actually all over the world, I should say, and and then I'm a real estate agent in the St. Louis area and feng shui consultant. But what I do is no matter where you live, if you are looking for a real estate agent or looking to get your house ready to put on the market um, or to purchase a home, I do consultations on the pluses, the minus, minuses of home sales, home purchases, where to start, how to get your house ready, how to find the perfect agent. I actually interview agents and give you you know, choices, and this is what I do. So it's part of the coaching that I do. And and um, all you have to do, if you have any questions on any of those services, is send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. I manage that mailbox, and I will get back with you. Okay, so normally Beatrix Quintana, as all of you listening know, is my guest. But Beatrix is taking the week off for um, some much-needed uh, nourishment and rest and um in her place, someone that she highly recommends, and I am so glad she is joining me, is um, Jennifer Masters, who has worked with Beatrix in a number of ways, um, and she helped create the um, the Moon Book, which we are going to hear about in just a moment, that Beatrix has created for, I don't know, I can't even remember how many years now, it's probably 18 to 20 years, and um you know, Jennifer did all of the the beautiful layout and design, and she's a tarot reader, and she's gifted with understanding the moon meditations. And I'm hoping I am going to her. Um, Jennifer is. Let's see, Jennifer, are you there? 
Hello? Hello, Jennifer? Oh, no, I'm just calling in to ask the question. Okay, so sorry. I have to keep going until I find her. Okay, <laughs> Okay. thank you. We'll be back to you. Okay, um, I'm hoping this is her. By chance, is this Jennifer? No, it is not. Okay, thank you. All right, my guest is supposed to be Skyping in, and I don't know where she is. So if... Um, Jennifer, if you would be kind enough to send me a um, message, since we're Facebook friends now, and tell me what your number is, then I will know where you are on the switchboard. Um, and if um, if you're listening, trying to figure out how to call in, please call 347-857-4447. That's 347-857-4447. Um, okay, I think. She just sent me a message. So let's see if I can find her. Okay, I don't know where she... Oh, okay, I think I just found her. Here we go. Jennifer, are you there? Hello. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. (laughs) Yay, I found you. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Thank you so much for being my guest this evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Beatrix for referring me. Well, and I'm just so glad that Beatrix is actually following doctor's orders and resting tonight. Yay, Beatrix. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, so can you, uh, would you be kind enough uh, to share with the listeners, since um, you have worked with Beatrix and, you know, I've known Beatrix for forever, and, you know, you worked with her moon book. So tell us just a little bit, if you would, like how you got involved with the moon book and what your role in this uh, in this year's moon book was, or is, I should say. Well, I first got involved with Beatrix. I met her probably 10 years ago when I was in priestess training with a teacher named Melissa Seaman. And... Um, one of the things that attracted her work was uh, her talk about the moon cycles and manifesting with the new moons and releasing with the, the full moon cycle and the, the waning. And um, I, But I didn't start studying with her in depth or even looking at the moon book until maybe five-ish years ago. And um, then in 2012, I got the opportunity to start working on the 2013 moon book. And it was just kind of a dream project as a graphic designer that's into the metaphysical and an artist. Um, I really got to sort of stretch some creative muscles. And then this year, um, God, it's just it's always such a journey every year to figure out what the artwork going to be because we're not, we're not just slapping down illustrations. We're at, there's a lot of thought and creativity that goes into this. And um, this earlier, this last year already, um, I said to Beatrix, uh, it's 2016 and the energy is numerologically is nine, which is spirituality. And she decided on the theme that it would be the year of generosity. And I said to Beatrix, I have this vision of like either a bowl or receiving hands, receiving all of these like symbols of abundance. And she said she was in the shower and she got hit with the idea of the wealth Buddha or the generosity Buddha. And she didn't even know that was really a thing in Tibetan Buddhism. Mm -hmm. And so she uh, started talking to her Tibetan teacher and we went on this journey learning all about the wealth Buddha who it was the Bodhisattva Chenritzig saw all of the suffering of the people and decided that they were so busy focusing on poverty and survival and where is my next meal coming from and how do I keep this roof over my head that they couldn't walk their spiritual path or do their spiritual practice. And so he manifested as the wealth Buddha to bestow wealth on the people, a.k.a. generosity, spreading generosity everywhere so that people could get back to their spiritual practice. And it was just, it took us on this journey where we started studying Tibetan art and the the Tonka paintings and learning that every little detail in those paintings has significance. And um, the Wealth Buddha is pictured on the cover of the moon book this year, although the original painting is actually the cover of the calendar, which is going in sort of a circular fashion. Beatrix finally said, after learning all about the Wealth Buddha, you know, I think the cover could just be some hands receiving some symbols of abundance. She didn't remember that I had said that initially. 
So everything just, just fell funny. into place. And um and it was just it was really a joy to work on. And I got to go out to a Tibetan meditation center out here in Escondido, California, just to stare at the artwork. And uh, it's, it takes you on this out-of-body experience to be able to do that. You could spend hours and hours just focused on one of these magnificent paintings. And um got to have tea with her, her Rinpoche and ask questions, but it was funny because the moment I thought, you know, this would be a good time to ask him questions, like every single question flew out of my head. It was like, all I could do was be there and experience the artwork. <laughs> right. Uh, That's what so it's like to be in the presence of a master. <laughs> exactly. And that and so that vibration. Yeah. Every all all of that journey went into the artwork on this year's moon book and calendar and uh you know, I I try to pick colors intentionally, colors that go with each other so that any two pages would kind of color coordinate and I try to stick with the colors inherent in the sign, the astrological sign, I pick symbols related to that astrological sign, if I can. And this year, especially the calendar, it's scattered with um, symbols of abundance or or depictions of things that people historically have used as money or wealth storage. And uh, so, yeah, if you need inspiration on what generosity is about, what abundance is about, knowing that it's more than just money, um, just, you know, flip through the pages. (laughs) Well, and I, I haven't seen the calendar, but I have the moon book, and it's the cover is just absolutely beautiful. And I love, I, I actually commented to Beatrix that, you know, each year it's different. You know, she does something different or, you know, adds something and, you know, but but yet, you know, I keep all of my books. It's it's like a personal journey each year. And for <laughs> listeners, if you're like, what are they talking about, um, this book um, and I'll have Jennifer describe it in a little bit more, but uh, but I'm going to talk about it because um, I can remember at one time, you know, we helped Beatrix with it. You know, my um, we're not going to go into that. Bottom line is that each book has the new moon, the full moon. It has the other manifesting moon cycles in between the new moon and the full moon, but it focuses on new moon and full moon for manifesting. And each each month there's a manifesting, you know, there's a moon goddess that that supports the intentions and there's how to create a sacred altar and what crystals to use what colors to use on the altar what the um the fragrance the aromatherapy is for manifesting with that moon cycle and there's just you know there's a prayer there's a there's just so much i mean jennifer what what is it like like you know to be working on that project like beatrix like a year ahead like you're you're like always thinking into the future and yet then you have this moment yeah, it, it can throw you for a loop because you end up you do end up sort of time traveling into the year ahead. And I think the very first year I did this, it was 2012. We had just finished the 2013 moon book, and I had deferred on my income taxes that year for personal reasons. And suddenly, I was looking back at 2011, <laughs> and it just threw me for this huge loop. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know what else to say about that, but it it really does immerse you in the future and looking forward and um well, and then, yeah. and then studying with Beatrix and doing the the new moon and full moon each month, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm a feng shui consultant, and so to me, the new moon and full moon are perfectly in alignment with the values of feng shui, which is you know, less is more, love it, use mm-hmm. it, or lose it. And um, tonight, before we go into the free readings for everyone that I know we have many listeners on the phone, um, Jennifer is going to share with us uh, whatever you'd like to share, Jennifer, with the astrology of this month and then um, how to manifest best with the the new moon. We'll talk about new moon and then we'll talk about full moon. And you can, you know, however, whatever you want to share with the listeners. Sure. Um, and, you know, I'm not a professional astrologer by any stretch. Um, I like to tell I people I know just enough dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say, but I know you know more than me. So <laughs> so what do I we have in store? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to sell myself short either because I do pay attention to this stuff because it because it works and that's what actually that's one of the things that floors me is we spend the year ahead working on this, but then as 
you know, last year we worked on this year's book. This year we're going through the we're starting through the pages, and it it never ceases to amaze me how time appropriate everything is, and how applicable everything is in my life in that moment, and the fact that it was all created at your head. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this month, um. The sun has been in Aquarius, which is all about the higher mind and community and learning. And um, so when you go to manifest, you want to start with the new moon, of course. It's that time of, it's that time when you first see that little sliver of light in the sky, which is going to be, let's see, on the 8th, so Monday next week. And the moon's actually going to go void, of course, on the 8th. So you only have a small... Oh, it goes void, of course, right before the moon. So what that means is you don't really want to do anything during a a lunar void or what we call a void moon or a void, of course. Um, It means the moon doesn't have anything astrologically sort of anchoring it. So anything you do is going to be unanchored, if that makes sense. Um, Things have a tendency to not stick. So I would actually maybe get started with your manifestation when the moon moves into Pisces on the 9th, which is going to be at 12.30 in the morning. Um, And this is a good time. The new moon is going to be in Aquarius. So both the sun and the moon will be in Aquarius. And um, it's a great time to focus on manifesting vision, intention, invention, technology, freedom, friends, community, uh, working with personal genius, higher awareness, teamwork, science and magic. I like to think of science and magic as being two sides of the same coin. Um, these are all like Aquarian traits. You could actually just do a Google search on Aquarius and sort of you can pick up on the themes that are out there around the, the energy of Aquarius and it's a really good time to start manifesting in those areas of your life. Uh, if you don't have the moon book, that is. If you have the moon book, it spells everything out for you. All you have to do is follow the steps page to page. And then you can make your notes in there, and you can do your intentions in there. It's like yeah. everything is beautifully created by Jennifer and Beatrix. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my it, so. it tends to get it tends to get packed out with information, but believe it or not, I'm always trying to leave room in the margins so that you can scribble your notes in there. <laughs> I just love it, you know. I just absolutely, you know, love my books. And what I really um, enjoy is when the people come to the moon meditation, they have their books with them, many of them, you know, because over the years they just, you know, have ordered every year just as, you know, I mean, I treasure my book. And here they all sit with their books, you know. And, I mean, it's just really sweet. It's such a great resource. Um, and you were saying this earlier, it's just so packed with information and actually can be overwhelming when you try to take it all in. You, you really have to kind of sit down with it and look at it one section at a time. All right. So any other tips, Jennifer, with, you know, new moon and how to manifest with this um, new moon in Aquarius? Or um, and if you if you want to move on to the full moon, we can do that. But, you know, I, I think it's fabulous, you know, fabulous times we're living in with, the, you know, this year of generosity. And, you know, I'm, I'm so reminded by the Course in Miracles, the cost of uh, giving is receiving is one of the basic tenets of Course in Miracles. And also, if you're not receive if you're not manifesting, Manifesting miracles on a regular basis in your life, then something's out of balance because miracles are a normal manifestation when you're in in sync and in tune with the universe. And um, what I've loved that Beatrix has shared before about this year of generosity is that, um, similar to what you said, you know, it's pretty hard to do the generosity if you're working with root chakra, you know, do I have enough money to pay, you know, for the house, the food, the this, the that. And um, many times people want to skip those steps and go straight to meditation and just, you know, spending time um, not getting the, the root chakra things handled. And so that's what I love about the new moon. It's like, okay, what are my intentions? And it's not our job to know how we're going to manifest them. It's just mm-hmm. our job to get clear and set the intention. So if you want to talk about that just a little bit, that would be great, or we can uh, head forward to the full moon. 
Yeah, actually, you just reminded me too. This is the good. This is the time of year in the, in the solar cycle to set intentions for the year. Um, I, I think a lot of us do ourselves a disservice when we try to set our our New Year's resolutions in the middle of winter, when winter is just the being still, going within, allowing yourself to dream. This is the time, especially at when that moon goes new, uh, to really start focusing on, well, what do I want to manifest this year? And just anytime you have an idea that pops in your head of, oh, I could do this, write it down. You don't have to do it all right now, but write it down. And that that um, that's a good way to just generate a manifest list right there. Um Oh, what else can I say about it? You know what, too? This moon is going to be in the first house, which is relating to all things identity. So you can also think of that as another theme. Where does identity tie in with the ideas of Aquarius and higher learning and community? The you versus the we or the I versus the we. Um, Healthy boundaries. And another thing about giving and receiving is um, it requires healthy boundaries. And so I agree. Yeah, we're you know looking at things like um, do I get too far inside of my own bubble, or do I get do I lose myself and others too often and put their needs ahead of my own? And just finding that balance, and you don't have to find it per se, but just you know let it stew in the back of your mind and and set intentions for what you want. You don't have to know what's happening now. Just set intentions for what you want to have happen. Write it down. Um, You know, what's interesting about you saying setting the intentions now, I mean, one of my favorite all-time books that I've ever read, and I've read it several times, is by James Michener, Fires of Spring. And, you know, most of James Michener's books are huge, like Hawaii, Alaska, and, you know, all the different things. But one of his first books that he ever wrote was this small little book. And he said in there, it doesn't make sense to make your New Year's resolutions in the dead of winter. He said, um, in the spring, when the fire of spring, with everything coming back to life, you know, that is when you set your intention. And um, one of my friends sent something to me today with, um, it was on Facebook saying, I guess it was actually yesterday, saying that today or yesterday, one of the two days, I can't remember, is the halfway between the winter solstice and the spring uh, equinox. And it, we're yeah. like halfway there. And I thought, yay! <laughs> you know, it's it's like, the American Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they saw a shadow, so apparently we're going to have a short winter, which thrilled well, me even more. I mean, you you live in California, <laughs> but you've had some chilly weather out there. <laughs> we do, and this year's been crazy with the El Nino. We've, we've been really wet and stormy compared to the status quo, so it's been interesting. Oh, my gosh. I think, I think we bypassed autumn last year. We kept going, summer, no, it's winter, no, it's summer, no, it's winter. It'd be 80 right. degrees one week which is, you know, oh perfect gosh. for us. It's 50 degrees the following week, which to us is freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the 50s here today, and I did my two-mile walk, and I was just like, and it, it rained earlier, so tonight it was very misty. It was just, you know, like it was actually foggy. at five. I started at 5.30, and I finished, I think, at 6.30. It was about an hour walk. At any rate, um, it, it was so mystical, like with this little haze and fog. And then I looked up, and you could see the stars. And I thought, oh, it's so clear, you know, for it to be so misty. And then, you know, you could see some of the constellations. And I was just like, oh, this just, it's just fabulous, you know. We live in magical times. And, you know, manifesting with the moon cycles, truly, listeners, it works. And... um mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the full moon now just for a minute. and Well, not for a minute, but just for a few minutes. So the full moon this month, Jennifer, is when and and, and what sign? So that's coming February 22nd. It's going to be the full moon in Virgo. So the sun is going to be in Pisces by then, and the moon's going to be okay. in Virgo. And whenever you have that opposition, um, you're going to get a little bit of tension. Or or tug of war, um, and it could be a playful tug of war, or it could be a mean tug of war, uh, and that's between the areas that Virgo rules and the areas that Pisces rules. And um, 
Pisces, I always think of Pisces as being so airy fairy, but let me let me look at what Beatrix says about it because that'll be better definition than mine. Pisces, sensitive, creative, empathetic, theater, addiction, escape artist, glamour, secretive, divinely guided healer, medicine. Um, Pisces rules the house of unconscious software, as Beatrix teaches us, which is, if that term makes sense to you, it's like everything that's unconscious that's sort of running in the background of our lives, sort of running the show if we let it. Um, and then Virgo is all about getting down and dirty with the details. And so while Pisces is vast and, and as deep as our subconscious, the, it's the ocean, Virgo likes to get, uh, oh, what is it Beatrix says, divinity in the details. And so there's this sort of tug of war between getting the big picture and looking at steps we need to take to, in this case, we're going to be clearing the slate with a full moon rather than manifesting. So when that moon hits Zenith and it's in its fullness, uh, it's going to start to wane after that point. So you take advantage of that fullness to decide what you're going to let go of, set your intentions, set your, what are we calling it this year? We're calling it the recalibrating list rather than the releasing list. You know, I hate the word releasing because it, it brings up so many negative connotations. Um, Beatrix chose the word recalibrating this year for for the full moon cycles, and I love it <laughs> because it it really implies that we're we're given the opportunity to sort of rewrite things in our lives that we're ready to change. So uh, we're going to be focused in the area of Virgo in this case, and so it's going to be the time to, as Beatrix says, now is the time to activate a game change in your life. Give up finding fault with yourself. Give up addiction to perfection. Uh, give up any addiction you have to detail, overindulging in time, image management, time management, pain-producing thinking patterns, judgment, resistance to being healthy, destructive behaviors. All of that is a really good area within which to think about uh, recalibrating in your life. So the moon book has a really great page. It has these really great pages where you can just write your list right in the book and it. Yeah, I love this book. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. And, you know, the whole thing is that with the full moon, the moon is full. And the new moon, the moon is just barely starting. And so it's like, you know, it's very similar to feng shui. It's like less is more. And and when you keep your um, space or your life filled with is this important to me now? Is this a representation of who I am today? Or, um, you know, I mean, I've just been having so much fun letting things go, you know, and I know that as I'm clearing, I'm creating the space, which is basically what wiping, you know, the slate clean is with the full moon and recalibrating. It's like, okay, I'm choosing to work with the aspects of um, whatever it is, like, you know, with Virgo, you know, what's standing mm-hmm. in the way of me having a perfect relationship with my physical body and being grounded and connected to the earth and, you know, what's standing in the way of me having perfect health. And um, and the more we focus with with manifestation, with clearing or bringing in, it's like this perfect, um, I look at it like the ocean, you know, the ocean goes out and then the tides come in and, you know, I mean, and look at, look at like, you know, the, the moon rules the tides of the ocean and here we are, our bodies are, you know, 70% water and of course the moon affects us, you know, and it's this beautiful, beautiful science and, um, this, this moon book, you know, Every single year. And, and by the way, if you want to order the moon book, you can go to Beatrix's website, which is B-E-A-T-R-E-X.com. Um, you can also order it through um, Amazon and all kinds of other places, but everything's on her website. And, um, you know, and Jennifer that you're hearing is the beautiful designer who just, you know, took all of this information and created this this amazingly beautiful book and um i love the tibetan tanka on the front you know the the you know the 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 master the buddha of generosity i mean he's just so beautiful and the red is just fabulous <laughs> so oh my gosh all right so jennifer anything else 
Oh, I know. It's like in the wealth corner in feng shui. It's like that's red is the fire energy, and it's bring, bringing passion and bringing that fire energy into into our lives. And and you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the whole thing about being generous is, you know, when you you know people who tithe. I mean, they understand the principles, and it's like the more generous you are, the more it comes back multiplied in in a variety of ways. And I really liked uh, Jennifer how you said it's not always like financial. It can be trips it can be all kinds of different ways that it shows up mm-hmm. you know just and this year is all about paying taking that and paying it forward looking at what general what abundance you have because most of us don't take the time to think about what we do have um we have friends we're we're breathing we got out of bed we probably moved around today and you know those those little things are blessings um counting our blessings, and then being willing to pay that forward when we can, when we're able. And um, my uh, one of my spiritual teachers, Maria Yesper, talks about um, take half of everything you have and give it away. And if you, you know, there, there's another principle that says as long as you're giving back to yourself as much as you're giving away to others, you're, you're good to go. And so it's kind of two different ways to look at the same principle it's like we have so much to offer the world um think about ways in which you can pay the generosity the the abundance that you have forward and uh be generous with it and so i have i've tried my best to fill the book with images of you know things that you can share with people (laughs) and my favorite My favorite is the the two cups of tea with the the napkin i I wrote uh share a cup of generosity on the napkin (laughs) Oh, simple and basic. It's like just share a cup of right. tea, share some conversation, share some company with somebody. Absolutely, and that's really being present and just you know the whole tea ceremonies, you know. And I mean, it, it it is. It's just please sit and let's have a conversation and you know share a cup of tea. It's just it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Jennifer, anything else on manifesting and um, anything you want to talk about uh, before we start the mini readings? Um, I'd just like to say that I think sometimes clearing the slate almost has more importance because if you're not letting go of what you no longer serves you in your life, you're not going to have any room to manifest anything else. So don't hang on to placeholders. Or, or things out of habit. Like really take the time to look at your life and say, What's not serving me anymore? What can I what can I let go of? Yeah. That's the part of staying present and, you know, recalibrating that Beatrix talks about. And, you know, I I just released ten pictures, okay, like, you know, frame pictures that just we're from different parts of my life. And, you know, I talked to my daughter who lives in Italy, and she's like, well, did you take the frames off? And I'm like, no. She goes, why didn't you keep the frames? I said, because I don't want to become a frame shop. <laughs> it's like, <Right. laughs> you know, and then and then hope that I get the right picture or have to, ma- you know, make something fit into that frame. And it was just, it was just so liberating, you know. And, you know, I, I had seven shelves of books, and that's not even counting all the boxes of books. And I've released four of those shelves of books, and um, yeah. I, I've become a regular at half price books. But then um, I also at every, not every, but just about every um, uh, moon meditation class, and especially for 2016, what I'm going to be doing, uh, and they don't even know it yet, tomorrow night we have our new moon preparation class, is I'm bringing up stacks of books and then other things that I'm letting go. And a friend of mine taught me this. She had lived in the same apartment for nine years, and I've lived in this house for 20, which is longer than I've ever lived anywhere in my entire life. When I was younger, I moved so many times that back in the day, you know, before computers, everyone would have an address book. My near and dear friend stopped writing my name and address in uh, ink because (laughs) I moved so much. They finally just put it in pencil and would erase it and put the new one in. So for me to have lived someplace for 20 years and accumulated just, you know, things, it's, um, it's just pretty amazing. So tomorrow night I already have, like, all these things. Um, I'm calling it the Great Giveaway. And... Um, it's a Native American tradition when someone dies to um, set up tables and just here, you know, and, and not that I'm dying, 
please, you know, that's not the thing. But it's the energy <laughs> of of letting things go. But I was I was talking about my friend uh, Waila, who had lived in the same apartment for nine years, and she was getting ready to move. And she said every Thursday night for I think five Thursdays in a row, she had her friends come over, and she like she said she had twenty journals, you know, like journals that she had started and not finished, and so she just ripped the pages out and kept what she wanted to keep, and then put the journals out, and and she said some I had never even started except for just a few pages, and she said I just put them out, and the only thing I asked is that they just take them, you know, they couldn't buy them, they couldn't, you know, and so that's what I've decided, you know, and every time they call like the, you know, Council for the Blind or the Epilepsy Foundation or anything, any of them, I always say, yes, please do come, yes, please do come, you know, and I take something out to the porch, you know, even if it's only one bag or even just a few things, it's a form of recalibrating and clearing my space. Yes, and that's worth the price of admission alone. Everybody says, oh, you should sell that and make some money off of it. It's uh, like, you know what, I'm, I'm happy just letting go and clearing the space for something new. <laughs> I know, I know. I just I just don't, you know, I, I don't have time to, like, try and sell it. And people are like, you should put that on eBay. I'm like, mm, no, I've been blessed so much that I just, you know, choose to bless others. And that's the beauty. It's like, you know, I know that as I release and bless others, you know, it comes back. And it, and that's part of the, the, yes. the, you know, generosity theme this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Jennifer, let's do some readings. And um, the format for the readings tonight, okay, because we have many, many people who would like readings, and we're going to read for as many people as we can. But in order to do that, um, when I bring you onto the call, I would like you to state your first name, where you're calling from, um, and one question only. You know, if if you want to know about job or career, then okay, stick with that. But don't ask about career, your love life, your finances, R- truly. And we're going to just zoom through it um, with each person, and we'll um, help you as much as we can. Okay, so the first person that we're going to skyped in, so um, you're going to hear me say you're live on the air. If my okay, there it goes. My switchboard. Okay, you are live on the air. Would you be kind enough to state your first name, where you're calling from, and your question for Jennifer and myself this evening? Yes, hi, Stacy from Delray. And my question is: Thanks. Okay, okay you're cutting right. out. For some reason, we're having trouble hearing you. Can you hear me now? Okay, now I can. Your first name, please. Stacy. Okay, Stacy, where are you? Where are you calling from this evening? Delray Beach. Okay. Okay. Great. And your question this evening, please. Um, do you see any opportunities for love and romance coming up this summer? Okay, so the question is, what do we see for love and romance for Stacy this year? So. Um, Jennifer, would you like to start or would you like me to start? Um, I'm happy to start. Let's see. I've okay, got great. you. Page of Wands reversed. Uh, hmm, Chance of Romance. That's an interesting card for that. Page of Wands, what does that mean? Hmm. I think it feels like there's something else. You were talking about re, uh, not relate, uh, excuse me, opportunities for relationship, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like you have other things you needed to focus on right now before you're going to have your, your your before you're going to be in alignment for a relationship to come in. It seems like you have other work that you need to do on yourself. Uh, I want to say it's something related to career. Um I'm at a job now. I'm at a job now. It's um, contract work, and I haven't been hired permanently. So, you know, I'm hoping it happens. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like that's going to require so much of your focus right now that you're. It's not really the time to be like you're not. You're just not magnified. You're, uh, what's, what's the word? You're not magnetized yet for a relationship to, to call that special someone in. Well, because I'm not that's... saying, but even for even dating, you know, because I held back for so long, you know what I mean? I didn't focus on 
Yeah. Jennifer, so, feel free to jump back. Yeah, yeah. What I'm getting is this, uh, exactly what Jennifer's saying. It's an energetic thing, and as long as you get that you're the boss, so part of the um, the the main thing for you to get is there's no uh, need to hurry or rush anything right now. All is happening in divine time. So I think what Jennifer's picking up on, and I agree, is the fact that you don't really have space for, like, someone who would want to see you every day and call you ten times a day. It's like... No, no, but the thing is, like, you know, common people tell me that you don't even... I don't go out trying. I don't put any effort into my social life. All I do is work. Yeah. So, you know... But what they're saying is, in this year of generosity, right, you're the boss. So if you, um, the more clear you get... And especially with this new moon coming up, you could actually do it around the the whole energy of what you would like a relationship to look. And one of the, the most beautiful things is if you put the ten things, this is an exercise for anyone on the call tonight that is wanting to manifest a relationship. One of the things that I suggest is to put the ten things that are the most important. And then, oh, my goodness, life has changed things. You know, you take those ten first and you put them in the order of importance. And then all of a sudden... Universe says, oh, you only get to keep seven. So you have to let three go, and then you have seven left. You put those in the order of importance. Then, oh, something happened again. You have to lose three more. And then you have four left, and you put those in the order of the most important, and they may change as you go through the process. And then you know those are the deal breakers. And you'll recognize if the person doesn't have those qualities, it's just, you know, you enjoy them, but they're not exactly what you have ordered from the universe, you know, or requested. Um, So what I'm getting is that it's an energetic thing. You know, right now you're sticking your toe in. You're getting um, every single person that you date if you go through, you know, I had 14 14 first dates last year, you know, and I learned from each and every one of the the dates. So, Yeah. yeah, so just enjoy each person and know that, each person is by divine appointment. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It's just I don't Yeah, you're so going to have opportunities, but, yeah, but easy does it, and, and don't stress over it. Just enjoy. Okay? There's a big difference, there's a big difference between dating and relationshiping. Yes. You but know what I mean? There is. For, yeah, but I haven't even gone to the date because there's nobody I'm really – have found even today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. So just be open. Just be open. Stop looking. Stop looking. Look for friends and stop looking for dates and, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a fabulous universe and each person is a reflection of you in some way or you wouldn't have called them in. So just enjoy and have fun. Easy does it and no stress. Just enjoy it. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank both. you so much for okay. calling. Okay. All right. Okay. So we are now going to go to area code nine one three four eight four. You are live on the air. Are you there? Yes. Hello. How are you, ladies, tonight? We are. We are great. Okay. What is your we're first good. name and where are you calling from? My name's Andy, and I'm calling from Kansas tonight. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. You are very welcome. And what is your question for spirit this evening? My question for Spirit this evening is I've really been floundering around with what the career direction is going to be after I get out of school. And I'm in the midst of school, and they kind of ask you, start asking you, well, are you going to head in this direction? Are you going to head in that? And I just kind of, I really keep kind of floundering with what I, so I'm just wondering, is is anything going to get any clearer this year regarding that direction? Oh, I got uh, ten of swords reversed for you. Uh, well, the rever- actually, this card is great reversed because it means that you're you're overcoming a lot of stuff. It's like you're on top in the in the image of this card. I almost feel like there's something where you're you're kind of 
you're putting too much into this mentally speaking. Like they're they're you yes. need to start investing <laughs> your energy somewhere else. Like I would say okay. that this one bed, start focus just focus on exactly where you're at and don't worry about the future so much. Like the future will come okay. Okay. and things will be more clear as you go along. Uh, I think you're you're sort of past the hump. Uh, and you know, uh, it, hmm. yeah. There's a reason it's not clear just yet. There's other opportunities yeah. that will show up, and just take okay. your time. And you have you have Sedna, which is infinite supply. You are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows. And it's just showing that part of why you're not seeing clearly is you might then set your intention strictly on that and miss opportunities. So oh, it's like okay. you're supposed to just. Complete where you are, um, be open, uh, open to divine direction. So just know that you'll manifest your perfect right livelihood with all of your skills and um, to be of service this year, you know, which is what this whole year is about, to be of service, but also to um, to be abundantly uh, blessed. But the way we're of service is through um, finding our perfect groove, so to speak. So you're, you're on track. And um, and, you know, other people might be saying, what do you mean you don't know? What do you mean you don't know? You know what? You do know. You do know that everything's in divine time. Yeah. You don't That's have one. to know these specifics. Uh, you, okay. And don't be, afraid of, don't be afraid of repeating past mistakes or past errors. Or You're, you're not living in the past, and things aren't going to happen the same way they did before. I have a feeling that you're, there's worry creeping in about how you're repeating a pattern, but you're really not. You're Great. Heading in a Excellent. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate okay, it. Okay, Andy, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay. Good night. All right. So, listeners, remember that we're all part of the same group mind here together. Whoever's on this call is here by divine appointment, and someone else may answer the question that you wanted to ask. So, um, just remember we're all here together. Okay, we are going to now go to area code 760518. Are you there? 760518, you're live on the air. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. This is Leanne from Carlsbad, California. Oh, hello, Jennifer. Hi. Uh, I have an answer question tonight, and I went to a, a paid financial advisor, and he has recommended that I change my uh, financial group, and I wanted to know if my financial investment group, and I wanted to know if that would be for my highest and best good to do that. Okay. Hmm. I got two of swords. <laughs> you got this what? Is, this is the windshield wipers card. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I make it black? Should I make it white? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. You know, I pulled the second card because this card seems to more describe the circumstance that you're stuck in, and what I pulled was the page of swords reversed. If you pulled uh, what okay. I pulled the I pulled a second card. Uh-huh. Because the first card seems to be more descriptive about what's happening right now, which is you're sort of caught in between and you can't make a decision. Um so the second card that I pulled was Page of Swords Reverse. Um I feel like not all the information is in yet for you to make a good decision. Okay. Uh, yeah, you need to trust your intuition. There's something physically in your body that you're reacting like you don't totally trust it. If it, it it's almost like you're like, "What?" And so you've got Goddess Lakshmi here. And uh Goddess Lakshmi is always about abundance, but it's saying don't back down. Like don't let I think part of this is not letting someone sway you. Just say you want to see a little more research and you'd like to see a couple more choices and then you'll know um it doesn't feel totally right at this time to switch. It just feels like there's um, something energetically that it doesn't that it doesn't line up. I feel okay, like if you were to not... go and do some more, I feel like if you were to go and do some more research on your own and explore a few more options, that you'll you'll feel better about the decision that you end up may ultimately making because you'll have you'll be armed with more information or more education. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. So, okay. So, and yeah, also, you need a I little was, more information. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jennifer. Okay. Go ahead. 
Well, this is Leanne, and what I was thinking was that, you know, right now is not the exact time to make that decision, that I should wait for the new moon. Yeah, exactly. So, and I would probably get a, a different answer at that time, do you think? Um. I don't know that you'll get a different answer, but it'll be more clear. The answer that you need to, the right decision will make itself more apparent to you. Like, it'll just be way more obvious what you need to do. Okay, awesome. Thank you, girls. Okay, Jennifer, I'll you're talk welcome. To you later. Yes, I would like some of your art. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, right. thank you. Okay, all right, so. We are now going to go to area code 858-449. Are you there? 858-449. You're live on the air. Hello? Okay. Sometimes, are, are you there, 858? Maybe you muted. Okay. We're going to go Oh, instead to... Hi, Hi and your you? name, please? Great. My name is Candace. Nice to meet you. Okay, and Candace, Candace what part of the country are you calling from? I'm calling from Louisiana. Okay, great. And what is your question this evening? I actually have a question regarding my love life. Um, um, about October 2014, I met somebody, and there is definitely a strong connection there. Um. It's been kind of a rocky little road. I mean, we're not in a relationship. We're friends, but it's like, of course, we're both aware it's more than that. But I would love to find out what you're picking up on that, if if you see anything long-term or something with that connection. Okay, so the question is, um, for Candace, is the gentleman that she met in October 2014, is this... um, something that's going to stick. Is that a good way to put it, Candace? Yes, yes. Okay. All right. So um, that's the question for Candace this evening. All right. Uh, for you, I pulled the, the Ten of Cups reversed, which it's funny because the tarot to me usually doesn't speak in very black and white terms. But for me, this is a huge black and white answer of, no, this is not going to work out. <laughs> mm. um, Sun and Cups is all about uh, when it's reversed, it's you're not getting the party that you wanted. You're not getting the happy, happy joy, joy that you wanted. So Mm -hmm. there's something, I feel like there's something in him that's going to resist commitment. He's going to resist taking it to the next level. Mm -hmm. You know, Candace, there's (laughs) something that he's holding back with, with his feelings and emotions. And you are like an open book. You are, what you see is what you get. You're authentic. Yeah. And you're looking for a soulmate level relationship where mm-hmm. you get to play full out. And mm-hmm. um, this this gentleman just isn't going to quite reach that litmus test. But he's been mm-hmm. really good for you in a lot of ways. And um, the main thing for you to get is that there's an abundance of opportunities, abundance of men. There's an abundance of partners. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't just settle. And that's not exactly. even the right word. It's not even settling. It's just you know he's not he's not exactly what you're wanting. But he's been really a good um, divine partner for now. Mm. I'm glad Cindy. We're just friends, and that's just something it's I just, wanted to know. You know, if, if if he even had feelings for me at all, whatever. I just didn't know. Well, yeah. I'm glad Jennifer, what did you want to add? It was a good thing for you to to meet this this person. It was a good thing to have this experience. And I'm glad Cindy brought that up. But it's just, it's not what you're looking for. It's not going to be what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Candace, don't get disappointed. Instead, I'm ready. (laughs) Yes. And just uh, enjoy him as a dear friend. So... Yeah, yeah. Okay. would say thank you, universe. Now, now let me recalibrate this just a little bit <laughs> and send me this instead. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, thank Candace. You. So just in. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. All right. Okay. So we just have a little more time. I'm, we're trying to get to everyone. We are now going to go to area code six one eight seven nine one. Are you there? Six one eight seven nine one. I am here. This is Vicki from St. Louis. 
Hi, Vicki from St. Louis. My question okay. is, I have, um, about my finances, I've hit a rough patch and I just wanted to see or hear anything you might see about that and how long this might last and anything I can do that I'm not already doing to uh, relieve myself from this. Okay. All right. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Again, I just pulled the Six of Wands reversed, and it's not really, it doesn't feel like it's your advice. It feels like it's just described the situation that you're in, which is you're just not happy with where you're at. Um, but one thing it could speak to is it's um, it's possible that you're just not, I don't want to be mean, but it's possible that you're just not committed enough to what it is that you're doing to really make it something fabulous. Does that make sense? Mm, no, not at the moment it doesn't. It might after I think about it for a while, but not right now. Sure. Uh, I I think what um what I'm what Jennifer's referencing is that there doesn't seem to be a getting out of bed and like can't wait to go to work and use your creative juices. Um so what they're what they're showing um Vicky is it feels like something has happened where your spirits are just a little bit um daunted and they say it's not personal. So um and also it feels like something changed with duties and responsibilities, and you've got the boundary card saying love yourself enough to say no to others' demands on your time and energy. So it almost feels like you need to reignite where your ecstasy is, where your joy is with this job, and um, it just feels a little bit like a flat line instead of um, instead of having a new vision or new excitement, and uh, it just shows your batteries are a little bit low. So, the you know, yeah. remember, like... Like playtime. Like I can remember one time when I was, um, well, it was, wasn't just one time. We've had different times in my life where things have just not been as exciting. And um, and, and I remember someone saying, go get a massage. I'm like, what? They're like, the, it's worth every penny to go get a massage because sometimes while you're on that table during that hour, hour and a half, whatever, you know, is your massage time, some of the most brilliant ideas will come through. And so what is true is right now you're – you're just your energy levels a little bit low and whatever you can do and this is a tip i interviewed an author three or four weeks ago and i'll tell you what i have done his his exercises in his book it's called easy breezy prosperity one of the things you do i've always done a gratitude list but you do the gratitude list before you get out of bed in the morning you know so before you've even stepped out of bed you have done your gratitude list and then when you brush your teeth in the morning, you look in the mirror and you smile, and then you practice smiling all day long. And I cannot, you know, I'm a pretty smiley person, but I can't tell you how much more my energy field has shifted since I've been doing this smiling in the morning. And then I do my mantras, um, and Easy Breezy Prosperity, there's like four different mantras, and I like the one, um, Shreem Mahalakshmi, Namaha, which means bring it to me, Lakshmi, and Namaha is to me. And so when I did my two-mile, oh, we're almost off the air. But at any rate, Easy Breezy Prosperity, it's got all kinds of tips. And so the main thing, Vicki, for you and for anyone else listening, first thing you do to shift your energy field is go into gratitude. So gratitude, you know, normally it's 10 grains of gratitude. You write it down. But guess what? Start doing gratitude before you even get out of bed and then before you even get to your job or wherever you're going or doing that day, it's already affected you. Okay, so thank you for calling in. Thank and if you. you did not get a reading, you know, please know that, you know, we you you got what you needed and we're grateful. And Jennifer, I can't thank you enough. You know, I mean, I did not know you were the person behind this beautiful book, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> you and Beatrix are in sync. And um it's just, you know, I'm I'm grateful that you, you know, I got this opportunity to meet you and um only Beatrix would be recovering and worried about, you know, she's like, Can I give you one of my best people? She's fabulous. I'm like, Of course, Beatrix, and thank you. So I just you know, from my heart to yours and in this year of generosity, thank you for being generous and jumping in and, and sharing the um the moon manifesting cycles and, and your wonderful readings tonight. Okay, yeah, thank you. so oh, pleasure. 
All right. Okay, so everyone have a fabulous week, and um, we will will be back on the air next week. And remember, this is a virtual blog. You can hear it the minute it's finished. You know, it will be on the website. Um, Just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer or go to Spirit Seeker and click on the uh, icon, and it'll take you to over 400 archive shows. Okay, namaste. Have a fabulous week. I'll be back on the air next week. Thank you so much. The year of generosity. Give generously. Okay, good night.